Welcome to Game and Watch with Aaron and James, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we've been watching. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And today we are talking about Friday the 13th, The Game, a survival horror game released in 2017. Yep, and we are joined today by a very special guest. Uh, we usually try to have an expert when we have uh, a guest on our show, and I think we've done that this time. Uh, Joey, uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, my pleasure. I'm actually gaming watching uh, Super Smash Brothers, so it's appropriate. It, oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. yeah, Aaron, that is his main. So oh, and it has hey, been for a long, that? long time. That's he's a tricky main. He's a spicy meatball that Mr. Game and Watch. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Love him. I, I have known Joey since grade school. Um, and he did not invite me to his wedding. I knew that. <laughs> Ouch. I knew that was coming up. Ouch. But I was invited to yours, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um I don't really know where to go from there. I wasn't planning on saying that, but then I realized, like, why, why, why wouldn't <laughs> I, I bring that up? For, I was like, how long is that going to take? So, <laughs> wow. Well, we, I'm impressed you saw that coming. We yeah. should mention that we tried to get celebrity chef Emerald, but he was unavailable. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we actually tried to get Jason Voorhees, actor <laughs> Kane, Kane Hodder, um, but he did not return my calls. He's willing to do a lot. So I'm surprised. Yeah, might still pop on later. Stay on, and we'll see. That's okay. true. That's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, so Friday the Thirteenth, the game with this was kind of like I think Aaron, this was your idea. Yeah, and it kind of caught me by surprise. But then when you said it, it was like, why? That's like the perfect game to do. Not only because were this episode is going to release on Halloween, so this is our Halloween episode. And is it a very appropriate game to do? One because I would say. None of the Friday the 13th movies are worth doing. No, probably not. <laughs> and uh, two, because I think this is a pretty underrated game. Would you guys agree? Agreed. Agreed with both points. Underrated. Yeah. And I'm not, and, and Joey, I'll, that's one of the many questions I'll ask that I'm sure you, like, I already know your answer, but because uh, Aaron, I don't know if you know, but Joey is max level in Friday the 13th. The premier Friday the 13th, the game player I've heard. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've actually been playing for about a little over two years. I probably sunk hundreds of hours into this game. So I now, what it. what societal ills could you have fixed with that time instead? Oh, so many, <laughs> so so many. I could have uh, learned a number of useful abilities that I could apply to my everyday life, but rather. I waste my time killing or not try not to be killed. <laughs> but I bet if you're in a slasher scenario in real life, you'll be the person to go to. Well, let's wait on that. Let's wait on that. Uh, all right. All right. That question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually did go and look up. I, this wasn't even intentional. I was trying to, there were, I wanted to see a couple of trophies that Joey had. I think it showed on PlayStation the amount of hours that you put in. I'm pretty sure it was, it was around 830 or more. Ooh. I was going to say about 800. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> which impressive. is like com- compared to my like 70 so yeah but it's probably like 300 hours of me not doing anything and waiting for games to start oh yeah and we'll get we'll get into that yeah. too yeah so, so i mean yeah you joey why don't you lead us off like when did you first play this game and i why well, i guess we probably played it around the same time if not at the exact same time so actually when i first got introduced to it i actually remember exactly where i was weirdly enough um, I was on the train heading home and uh, Mike Redondo uh, sent it to me and goes, oh my God, this is right up our alley. And I was loving it. Yeah. Uh, 
So I downloaded the game and we played it here for the first time uh, at my house, Dondo and I. And um, from there, you know, COVID hit. And I think that's when we first started getting into it. It was like uh, the summer of COVID and uh, so 2020. And we're all like, hey, we need to find something. This We're all still locked down. Let's find a way to connect. Let's play Friday the 13th. Um, I got into it and, you know, Jimmy, Mike Redondo, a few other friends of ours uh, were playing for a bit. They dropped out after a while and I just kept going and haven't stopped. And uh, I love it. It has a ton of, ton of faults, but I really enjoy the game. And I'm, I'm hoping to find out more if there's anything I don't know about why you like this game so much, I'm hoping that going through the game in detail is going to teach me more about it because I, I can see that this game has a lot of very addictive elements to it, at least stuff that kind of really uh, gives me those dopamine squirts, as Aaron would say. D squirts. <laughs> those D squirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but right. it didn't, it still didn't last for me, but I see it had potential to do it. Like I could, I could have seen myself playing this game for a long time, and and, I, and so I'm sure the same reasons apply to you. But I'm guessing that there's going to be at least one moment when we talk about this where I'm going to get a little bit more insight into what keeps you coming back, uh, and maybe that will be something that you'll have prepared to say, or it'll just be something I'll learn just by hearing you talk about some random element of the game. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm assuming you just kind of you've been in like you've been into it just you never like hated it and came back it was always just kind of constant like enjoyed the game since you started no not true i took some breaks here and there but um, not because you hated it um not because i hated it but i got bored with it for a bit here and there um yeah. or then another game took my uh attention like persona 5 royale uh super Smash, uh you know other games <laughs> Uh, Breath of the Wild again, my second playthrough. You know, other games obviously yeah. crept in. And, uh, you know, I, this game is great where I can just, you know, play it for an hour or two and then pick up another game and play for an hour, you know, so two hours a night here and there is kind of what I do. And just um, do that 400 times. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After what, two and a half years, that's, you know, over 700 days. Yeah. About, about that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I experienced it like pretty soon after you did. I mean, the first time I played it, I think was watching you and Dondo play it at your house. I forget if I actually played it myself then, but I'm pretty sure I went and downloaded the game like immediately after that and started messing yeah, around. Yeah, the first time we actually played it. That was the first time. Yeah, that was that was so much fun. Uh, and we'll, we've got a story or two, I think, from that night that would be worth sharing. I think it's it, one of them is connected to a way that they modded the, or they updated the game right there's things that we yeah. did that you can't do anymore and they updated it shortly after that we'd like to think that we were to blame for that <laughs> like you um but yeah i mean i i would say my my experience is kind of similar to yours other than the fact that i didn't play for 800 hours i mean i i had a i had a blast playing it with a group of people you guys and you know yeah it's 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 something that i find to be really really fun even if I didn't stick with it. And I think that I generally have fallen off of the wagon when it comes to multiplayer gaming in general. And I don't remember exactly when that happened, but I think it's been like a steady decline ever since college ended. And I like, you know, Smash Brothers is, is, is incredible. And I, and I will always love it. But in, in terms of like remote 
gaming. Like not like and that's we would we play that in person, right? I mean, but if we're if it's remote gaming, there's not a lot of multiplayer games that really grab my attention. There's even though there's probably plenty that would I could get addicted to, and maybe I avoid them because there's so many single player experiences I want to have, and I know that I can get addicted to multiplayer gaming, and so I try to avoid it. But overall, I would say this. This game, I mean, even in a single player mode, which we'll barely touch on because it's not really that important. Um, it has a lot to offer for the multiplayer experience and it's unique in a way. It's not just another, it's not like another first person shooter type game. And there's there's something that this game does that I feel like not, not a lot of other games try to do. And for all of its faults, it I think it makes up for it in, in that kind of uniqueness. I mean, you can only try and create the whole stalked by a killer feeling in a, in a slasher, like to a certain point, like it's hard to kind of get that feeling in a video game. But at the end of the day, this is still a game. It's breakable. It's learnable. And that kind of eliminates maybe any of that, like, holy shit, like I'm terrified type atmosphere, but like, there's still the, this game still, as we'll get into has these moments of like pure panic uh, you know, trying to avoid getting killed by Jason or even, I guess, as Jason trying to make sure you kill everybody. So it's really admirable what they accomplished, even though not everything works. And we'll, you know, dissect that more. But uh, that's my thesis. <laughs> Aaron, what, what about you? <laughs> uh, similar to you guys, I started playing uh, upon your recommendation. We played together. And uh, initially, I was kind of caught up in the kind of party atmosphere of it because, you know, we were all in the same chat. Uh, Jason wasn't allowed to say anything or Jason wasn't allowed to be in the chat. Right. Because he couldn't hear what we were saying. And it just created a very fun party like feeling. And during this revisit, uh, I played and I also watched matches on YouTube and like quiet ones. Um, and during this revisit, I was more struck by, especially if you're not playing with people, you know, kind of the level of atmosphere and the idea that it, 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 like you said, for all its faults, I think it does a great job of being a really good, I'm running from a killer simulator. Um, I'm horrific as Jason, so it does not make me feel like <laughs> Jason or give me power fantasies, but it definitely makes me feel like you said that panic. The other thing I think that it does uh, revisiting it and Joey, you can probably maybe speak to this from having stopped the game and revisiting it. Um, I think like in slasher movies, like you said, James, at first you're kind of panicked and you're terrified, but the more slasher movies you watch, the more you kind of know the gimmicks and it becomes less about the fear element and more about kind of the mechanics of the slasher movie itself. Like, Oh, who, where's the killer at this point? Who's going to get killed next and why? And I think this game does that too. After that initial fear wears off, you have this fun excitement of like, okay, how am I going to outsmart the killer? Yeah. It I, definitely evolves into that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, so where it differs for me. So like, again, like James, you kind of touched on it too. And I'm the same way. I play a lot of single player games. Like I like just being by myself. I'm not really a multiplayer guy and that kind of guy to the point where this might be like the real first one I've played like ever truly. Um, and I don't play, I don't do horror. So when I got into this game, it was two unique things that I've never really played. So that mm -hmm. kind of like really piqued my interest. I was like, this is something I never do. This is interesting. It's fun. Um, and it's so like, it did evolve into a point where now it's not scary, I guess you could say, but, uh, it, the cat and mouse is still very much there. Like it's a different way of doing it, but like, 
you know, it's a perfect buildup, you know, Jace, like we'll get into it, but Jason gets stronger as he goes on and your strategy uh, definitely uh, changes throughout the match. And if, you know, he's chasing you and your fear is high, you know, I, I'm running from him. My stamina is low. Like I get that adrenaline rush still to this day um, when he's chasing me and I can outwit a Jason, especially a good Jason for quite some time. It, mm-hmm. That's the thing that keeps bringing me back is like, you know, that adrenaline rush where I can uh, survive as long as I can. And now I've, I've had the ability to see you firsthand having after all, after I spent so much time away from the game, I, you know, I picked it up and played it with you a little bit this week before to kind of prep for this recording and saw you in your, the maybe not the height of your powers as Jason. I feel like you probably, you, you probably dominated even more than I saw you dominate, but you, you were pretty damn good. Joey, would you say that now because of your 800 hours, your ability to deceive Jason's in all areas of your life has improved? <laughs> um, probably, yeah. I probably uh, figure ways of uh, looking at things. Yeah, different ways. Okay, that's perfect. not where I thought you were going. With that, though. You're going to talk about your ability to slaughter camp counselors. Has oh, well, that's vastly I mean, increased. I, I'm a better counselor than I am a Jason. Uh, with my 800 hours, I'm still not. An impressive Jason. There's some really truly impressive Jasons up. It is really we'll, hard to be Jason. Yeah, we'll get yeah, we'll get into it. But being Jason, it sounds like it'll be this fun power fantasy, but it's it's way trickier than it seems. Um, really quick, what this is an obligatory like what what is the experience you guys have with this film franchise, if anything? Uh one, two, and Jason X. I've seen them all <laughs> and some twice, but some I like I I don't know them that well. Okay. I, I was, I'm one, two Jason X. And I think the final chapter, which is the one of the Tommy Jarvis ones. I think that's the one with, um, oh man. I'm yeah, blanking. Two, Corey Feldman. Ones. Corey Feldman. Is oh, so Tommy that's Jarvis. number four. That's, that's four. Yeah. I think that was the final chapter where they were trying to end the series. And then that clearly did not happen. Well, and then the fifth one after that is the one with Roy, who wasn't even Jason, really. So yeah, yeah. And then they brought back zombie one. So yeah, I'm very oh. familiar with the film series without having actually seen most of the films. I am way more in tune with the films now since playing this than I was before playing. Have it. you watched all? Did you, you never? You didn't watch all the movies? Not when I first played the game, and then this game made me like go back and watch. Like I haven't, I didn't see five or like since five. I watched all of them since five, and then um, yeah, I revisited some old ones. So, okay. do you have a favorite? Yeah, mine would be four. Okay, the one with Corey Feldman. Yeah, I do like that one. I've been meaning to rewatch that uh, this Halloween, but I'll just with watch it after Jarvis Halloween. Jarvis House. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it has uh what's his name? Um gosh, the Back to the Future dad. What's his name? Oh man. Oh uh uh Crispin Glover. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. Yeah. And he dances like a complete idiot in that movie. <laughs> I love it. so funny. Um, if you can give Crispin Glover anything, it's he will commit to a performance. <laughs> oh yeah, true. it's it's yeah. totally ridiculous, but it's hilarious. I, I would like to go back and watch that one because I uh, as the kind of I'll just get it a little bit ahead of what we've been doing lately i went back and i rewatched the original just not even for this podcast i think i've, I've kind of been going back and trying to watch some like first entries in a bunch of different film franchises and it's not a very good movie and i don't think i saw a single friday the 13th movie i like i truly liked including the final chapter though i think i remember the final chapter being my favorite 
Jason X is entertaining for what it is, but it's, it's horrific. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a awful movie, but you have to take it at face value. Yeah, and I'd almost rather rewatch that now, I think, than ever rewatch the original Friday the 13th again, or even the second one. I, I would actually agree with you. There's not one movie that stands out like as great. I think it's kind of like all of it together. You're like, okay, yeah, I respect it. Yeah. One and two, we could never like we could <clears throat> we could do Jason X for this podcast. I don't think we could really do one or two because it would be no. very boring. Oh my god, it'd be so boring. Would, yeah, exactly. I'm so Jason glad X you brought that up. Least, Jason X is at least watchably bad. Yeah, I it's oh my god, you're so you're so right about that. They actually that. have a working map out there in the ether for Jason X on the spaceship. Like uh what? an awesome. independent people, I don't even think with gun uh, gun media or Ilphonic. Uh, I might be misquoted on that, but they some fans made an independent map with like it's its own game. You had to download it, it separately. Uh, it lasted for like two days before it got shut down because of the uh, lawsuit. Oh, right. Yeah, I have. Uh, I would love that's to play devastating. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the fans love this game and that's what they're willing to do for it. Well, as we can we'll get into fans very much do like love this game. You can tell that people are still playing it. I mean, since the servers are down, it's all P2P, right? I, it's, but there's also a lot of fucking idiots out there who there's more idiots than anything. Yeah. You yeah. would know better than, than we would. Um, Aaron, do you want to fly through uh, the development of the game? There's really not a whole lot. Yeah. So it began life as basically the same idea, but called Slasher Camp Volume One, uh, directly inspired by Friday the 13th. Um, a gentleman by the name of Sean S. Cunningham was trying to develop a title for the final, final, final not Fantasy just any gen- gentleman. He's the director <laughs> of the first movie. I okay I deserve to be uh brought down a few pegs for that I did not recognize him as being the director I wouldn't have either if I hadn't have gone back and watched the movie (laughs) um but he was developing a a title with that license and the two came together and slasher camp volume one became Friday the 13th the game not Final Fantasy 13 the game um which is also a terrifying mess should we do Final Fantasy 13 next week no, let's do you Final think I Fantasy. I can beat it in a week. As is our tradition, let's do a random sequel. So let's do Final Fantasy 13 Part 3. Oh my God. There's a Part 3? Yeah, there is. I've never even played any of them. I got oh, okay. still have to do that. Well, anyway. why don't you start, start at Part 3 and work backwards? I'll take off this uh, week work. Of work. Yeah, I'll just start playing 13 now. Um, it was actually, it raised quite a bit of money uh, on Kickstarter and whatnot. It raised $1.2 million, which is pretty good. Um, several actors from Friday the 13th reprised their roles for the game. Uh, there was mocap for Jason Voorhees and Roy Burns, provided by Kane Hodder, who actually portrayed Jason in several films um, and is the only actor to play Jason more than once. Yep. Yeah. Right. So uh, reception was mixed. They noted a lot of the things that we'll be talking about, but they praised a lot of the things we'll be talking about. So uh, I won't get into that because we will talk about it. I, I assume that we are going to that we like this game more than the average critic and gamer did I would at say, least at least the average critic i would say that's true which actually doesn't happen to me a lot i mean usually i don't bother playing games if praise is not like you not universal but if it's like if it's getting like 60 percent or something i'm usually not in for that life but, is too short yeah but this was yeah. this was too too 
too awesome sounding to pass up. And we'll talk about why. So we're going to just kind of go through the general gameplay. There's a lot to talk about. Hopefully this will kind of, this discussion will kind of flow well. And, and I think at the end, you know, we'll get into just kind of the basic mechanics. We'll talk about kind of how you win the game, both as counselors and as Jason. And we're, again, the, as I mentioned before, this episode is going to be very like 99.9% focused on the multiplayer elements. Yeah. Um, and then kind of near the end, we'll do our usual, usual segments, sort of. This uh, this game is a little bit uh, segment proof for a couple of the segments we had. I, I thought about Several, reviving yeah. uh, the Kingdom Hearts segment for this, <laughs> and maybe we should. <laughs> May I, hey, I, I can start thinking now. I think we should do that, and maybe we'll just kind of wing it. We could work together to come up with the Kingdom Hearts, uh, the, the Kingdom Hearts segment here. But mm-hmm. any, anyway, well, so just kind of to start things off, I mean, this is a third person game that takes place primarily, oh, not primarily, entirely at night. <laughs> and at a, a variety of stages that are uh, actual locations from in and around Cam Crystal Lake from the franchise. And basically the general displays that you have heads up display that has a map, which you usually cannot see until you've picked it up. Um, there's ways around that that we won't really go into. Um, you can see kind of like what items uh, you have at your disposal and you kind of pick them up as you go. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, there are buttons you can hit to kind of pull up the objectives. If you're a counselor, like we'll explain all the different ways that you can either, um, you can survive, you can, um, ways you can escape, things like that. And so you can kind of easily pull up and see what, um, what objectives have been done is, and one of the important things, one of the reasons that's so important is because, I mean, this is a very, it's kind of like a, it's a limited open world in a way. Each one of these maps, each one of these stages that we're mentioning, that we're going to mention are, it's it's a, it's a limited area, but it's pretty pretty big. And even with the amount of people that can play the game at once, there is a really effective sense of like isolation. You can run into other camp counselors kind of quickly, but there are many different areas where you can be all off in your lonesome for a decent amount of time, and it's pretty effectively nerve wracking. And being able to kind of see what objectives are being completed while you're off doing whatever you're doing is is important. Um, it kind of it can help you either realize that you are doomed, uh, that you haven't been accomplishing anything, and neither uh, have the rest of the counselors, or it can kind of give you like hope and something to strive for and survive, and a, a goal to work towards that maybe might shift from a goal that you originally had, like ha- trying to help out a ca- another counselor, you know, escape in a certain way. You can um, sense it, you can essentially sense their chi. It's like Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. love Dragon Ball. Oh my God, I yeah. love it. <laughs> um, we could just turn this into a five-hour Dragon Ball episode. Yeah, um, we wouldn't have enough time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we are going to do it at some point. We're going to do a. We'll do like a an arc of Dragon Ball. We've talked about doing that. That um, would be great. Yeah, yeah. Garlic Junior. Sidetrack. But what's your favorite God. arc? So just quickly. Uh, Cell Saga. That was my favorite until the Tournament of Power. Oh well, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we want to get does that into count super, though? Yeah. But, but even no, it, I think I mean it could count. It, 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 I'm just I'm thinking Dragon Ball Z. We just oh, we, we just Z said Z Dragon Ball, Z. so you're right. Like it, it's all encompassing. I'm sure is what you Dragon mean Ball Z 100. So I love the cell side. Yeah, Terminator was right. great. I'm gonna be lame and say Frieza. That's Fair not enough. lame. That's not lame. <laughs> Something wrong with all that. Right. All right. Um, the other thing you can do with with the with the HUD is that you can look up what players are still alive, which is arguably like the most important thing you can do. Uh, cause then that will really determine how fucked you are. Um, there is, 
there is an element I won't list. Well, I, I, I quickly list just because I guess like we have them in the outline, but the different stages include Camp Crystal Lake, Pakanak, Higgins Haven, Jarvis House, and Pinehurst, which are from I think the first through fifth movies. I right. was gonna put well, I was gonna put descriptions of each of those, but nah. I figured Joey, you could tell us about each one from memory, probably. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you want to do but that and and also explain to us the importance of sound in this game? Because that's something you had mentioned that we should bring up and i'm glad you did because i did not think to talk about it uh and it's i think it's super important oh yeah it's you need volume in this game um but also in the first three maps crystal lake higgins haven and uh pakanak which pakanak is universally the favorite map to go to you can make them big or small which means you know obviously what it sounds like um but sound yeah if you're jason it's way more important than you are a counselor but um i'll focus on the counselor first lets you know when jason's around you obviously his music will start playing um you can hear the like the tape scratch or whatever you know like in a vhs almost you know he's either warping um he's either silent so he's either stalking you um and there's just ways you can hear him coming after you so it's very very important to listen to those things uh, especially when you're in total fear and you can't see your map and you're just a tunnel vision. Um, you can hear that and know he's kind of uh, shifting on you and you can kind of plan accordingly. Uh, for Jason, it's much more important because you can hear kind of everything going on the map, whether it's a counselor filling gas, putting in a battery, fixing a generator, especially putting a phone in, the phone fuse in, that's extremely important. Um, and then traps, the ones you lay down, you can hear it go off and look in your map, see where it goes and warp right to it. So mm. for, for Jason or the propeller, if we're going to name all of them, um, it's extremely important to uh, have sound on so you can act accordingly. Why is Pakanak the favorite? Is that something we're talking about now or should we talk about once we've talked it's about the elements favorite. of the game? Jar- Jarvis House is my <laughs> favorite, but I'm in the minority there. Um, Pine- Pinehurst being the least and then Pakanak being the most favorite. Well, this, you- this being like a game like that's like i guess i said breakable earlier but you know people are always going to find ways to exploit games especially multiplayer games for their own advantage and i don't know if what you're saying has anything to do with that but i would imagine that there are some favorites you know kind of like people might have like certain like smash characters that are good for people who aren't as good at the game because they're just kind of better all-around smash players uh oh, the smash characters, characters that, i mean there's definitely the favorite who i play is vanessa mm-hmm. um but if you want to like talk glitches, we can talk about those later. They're not- yeah, I guess I meant at this stage, I meant just like the stages. Is there is there something about this, like that certain stages that people favor? Yeah, what I was is just going to ask, maybe Joey, maybe you could go through each one and just give like a one sentence, like whatever pops out or stands out about that stage to you. Um, so Pakanak is, you know, best big house with a small map so it has kind of has everything i get it why everyone loves it okay uh crystal lake it's very traditional um it's very traditional for a friday the 13th game that yeah if you're you're gonna play friday the 13th and just for you know the movie sakes crystal lake is great Mm -hmm. uh higgins haven um is is great because of the barn and you know the cars are going to be um jarvis house the reason why i love it it has two big houses and i know how to exploit the hell out of them um and then pinehurst is just too big it has a barn it has a nice big house but it's just too big it it gets takes forever to do anything there 
Um, so that's why it's the least favorite. Okay. Do you want to, so tell us like a little bit about, you know, what the general like things that are on each map, like what kind of things do you encounter in each one of these maps? Like what kind of things can you interact with? What are the weapons? What are the, you know, what are like the, the environmental elements? You mentioned, you like, you mentioned a barn and such. I know there are campsites on each one of these maps too, but kind of what, what are some of the other general? Yeah. I'll features? focus on Higgins Haven here just cause it kind of, it doesn't encompass all of that. Um, you know, it has a barn where it's great for dodging Jason because he there's only one way of entry and one way out, um, and we can get in through the windows. Um, so it's great for dodging Jason. But um, when when it comes to like weapons, like obviously you prioritize shotgun, flare gun, uh, machete, axe, baseball bat. Those are kind of like the go-to ones. And then if you need something like the pipe, the branch, the two by four, the pots and pans are useless. Same with kind of the wrench, but, mm -hmm. um, and then there's traps, which are extremely strategic. Some people hate them. I love them. Um, the main go-to thing to, with traps is to place them right. You lock a door and place a trap right at the door. That's the go-to, excuse me. Um, what I've been doing lately is I will place them in the middle of a field. And if I need to go and chase in Jason's uh, following me and I need some time to get my stamina back up. Mm -hmm. I'll lead him to that trap and he cannot see it. So he gets stuck. I get time to get my stamina back. Um, so traps are extremely strategic. They're great. Hmm. Um, and then there's the other items in the maps, you know, like, uh, the battery, the gas, the keys for the car, which people hold on to, and you can get nothing done until they're dead. Um, <laughs> And then uh, the phone fuse is my big thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And what, what, so like, these are all part of escaping, you know, for counselors, you can escape through car, whether it be a two seater. So two people can leave a four seater. So four people can leave boat, two people can leave and then phone fuse where everyone can leave after five minutes of uh, wait time and then surviving the night. So obviously okay. phone fuse is priority because it can get everyone out and it causes a lot of pressure on Jason to get, killing fast yeah okay yeah it um so yeah those are kind of like the items and what you do with them is very all very strategic yeah it, it, you know, generally like the way that you're traversing the the levels in this game i'm, I'm not talking directly to you joe obviously you know this <laughs> um is like i mean your character can and we'll, we'll get into like their the kind of um basic mechanics as well as like you know you're going in and a lot of a lot of you're, you're traversing like you know, hills and, and mm -hmm. paths between many different like houses, or I'll just call them buildings because like, some of them are houses, some of them are like little cabins and such, you know, going in and out of windows, in and out of doors. And so there's so many different items to pick up, including, but not limited to like every single one that you just mentioned. Um, and like so many different weapons that are like some useless, some items that are arguably pretty useless, but one of the big like elements really is like doors. I mean, people going, going into a building and then barricading the door isn't just good for keeping Jason at bay, but is a good way to indicate to someone else that you've searched a house for everything. Correct. And, and yeah. it won't stop people from using the house through the windows. And oftentimes you need to do that in order to, to kind of keep your distance from Jason. But a lot of the, and this isn't to make the game sound boring, but a lot of the game is like going in and out of doors and barricading them and, and stuff. And there are like a wealth of different hiding spots, um, like closets and hiding under beds and such. I don't 
think I ever do that at all anymore. Do you I definitely, I did that once and I tried to hide under the bed for the entire match and Jason found me. Yeah. Once <laughs> so he's enraged, he can quickly find you. Like he just knows the house you're in and from there he can listen and find you pretty quickly. Um, but hiding does serve a purpose. I do it very infrequently, but it does serve a purpose. Like if he comes to you early and he's trying to kill someone off and you're trying to like wait him out to either look through the house or go do the phone fuse or fix a car, I'll hide under a bed or in our closet. So when he searches, he doesn't see anyone around and then he goes on his merry way. And then I can go right back to what I was doing. Uh, That's probably the only time I use it. Got it. And you mentioned to me recently that camp campfires or campsites are pretty important. Is that just because they're, they're usually good weapons or health packs? Yeah, like 50% of the time you find uh, that's where the pocket knives are. You find health spray and shotguns there. So they have all the cool. primo stuff you want. Um, not every time. It's like 50 to even, maybe even less than 50% of the time. Um, but if you find a pocket knife, that's everything. Okay. And then in terms of other things that you can find on the map, I, mean, I, wrote, I wrote down generators. I mean, the generators that control like power throughout the entire map at that? Um, some just certain buildings. So okay. There's like three or four uh, generators on a map and they control like a, you know, four or five um, buildings. And uh, so strategically when I'm Jason, I take out those first, go to the phone fuse and trap that because um, you're that helps prevent people calling Tommy Jarvis yep. and it builds fear quicker in those counselors. Oh, right. Yep. Fear is a huge element that we'll, we'll get into. Yeah. Um, so the, the basic way this game is played is that there can be up to eight players and one player is randomly selected to be Jason. The rest um, again, you can play with your preference of what you yes. want to spawn as. However, if you choose Jason, the odds are against you. Yeah, <laughs> that's in a private. That's in a private match. If you're in a public match, right? Not, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, the rest of the players who are not Jason are all camp counselors, and each one of them. I mean, you can so- select one of many different camp counselors. There are a bunch of camp counselors that were created specifically for this game. I think only two of them are actual characters from the movie or from any movie, and they're both from Part Three, which I haven't seen. That's Shelley and Fox. Um, um, yeah, I think I think you might be right. Uh, I. I didn't feel like double checking that, but feel free to, if you, if you know it off the top of your head, but, um, but yeah, so each one of these camp counselors has different stats and your goal as counselors is to, as we've kind of been hinting at is to escape or to kill Jason. We'll get into killing Jason in, in a bit. We'll, a lot of this will be focused on, on escaping um, the tools kind of you have, I mean, your, your, your character can, can run, uh, they can drive a car, they can repair the car, they can repair a boat to um, call the police. They can hide. They can attack using any of the weapons that they have. Um, certain, you know, other weapons they pick up, like the pocket knife and such. Those kind of things will be used automatically. You don't actually have to hit a button to use them. Um, things like health spray and to heal yourself, you have to use hit a button to use, and firecrackers, you have to use to, to you have to hit a button to distract Jason with them. Things like that. Now, counselor stats. So. We're not going to dive super deep into a ton of these. I think to to me, composure is probably the most interesting of all of these. And but I, if, yeah, by far, if, if, Joe. If you want, if you want to give any attention to any of the others um, specifically, uh, let me let me know. interesting or or most important. Well, I guess either one. I mean, to me, com- composure seems like it's like so essential. 
I strongly disagree with that. Really? Really? Okay. I would love to know why. Um, because stamina and speed are everything. Well, that's why Vanessa is the queen of the castle. She's S tier in every ranking. Um, that's why people hate her. That's why I love her. Um, she can, because she's the only one I'm pretty sure that her jog. So without pressing the sprint button can outrun running Jason's like Mm -hmm. she can keep pace with them. Like they don't gain on her, but they don't lose ground either. Um, everyone else, if they were just jogging, uh, running Jason's would eventually catch up to them. And so it's extremely important to keep your stamina when doing that, you can kite Jason around forever. So it's, it's very well known that speed and stamina are king. And then composure is important. Don't get me wrong, but then I would probably put luck even up there. Okay. Because that helps with a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, breaking free of uh, his grab durability and weapons. Um, so there are, like, because after a while, when it comes to composure, like, I can play totally fine with my fear totally up. Um, okay, that's interesting. Well, yeah, t- I mean, tell us more about composure, though, James, so that we kind of have the full context. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then I'll, I'll give, I'll kind of give you a quick summary of where I was coming from by by having composure as my kind of most interesting. So, so composure is how long it takes to give into fear. It affects how long it takes to break free when Jason grabs you. And there are different stages of fear that kind of result in like your character, like actually changing their posture and movement. Like you'll be stumbling more when your composure, when you're starting to lose your composure, which I think is a really neat element to this game. Um, high, like when you're at the highest level of fear, like the higher your fear gets, especially the highest, it makes your HUD like darken and stamina regen slower, which like for me, I think it's a really good way of like increasing the panic, which is, I think is a really fun element of the game but it really fucks me up so badly. Um, And some examples of what generates fear. So being near Jason, seeing a dead body, being by yourself, being in the woods, not using your flashlight, um, not having a weapon. I think I read that. I'm not sure if that's actually true. I don't Um, think it's true. Okay. Um, Yeah, like like seeing a dead body, watching Jason kill people, being in the dark in general. And so the reason I I wasn't really coming at this from like, these are the most important. I, I guess I really did meant when I said earlier about interesting because you can have incredible speed and stamina, but if you are an average player, like I am, I would say composure managing. So I'm like managing your composure. If you're not doing things to keep your composure up for me, for someone like me, speed and stamina matter less or like they don't matter less. Like it doesn't matter if I have like full like stamina left, like I'm screwed because I can't see where I'm going. Because yeah. my my composure, I've completely lost my composure. Yeah, and the fear also takes away the mini map in the, in the corner, which is huge. Because yeah, exactly. Because that helps you indicate what seeing if he shifts or not, or when he uh, warps away. You know, the the mini map is a huge benefit to have on your screen. So it, I get that. Um, but yeah, so I, I maybe we should talk about all of them. Like, there's like strength, there's composure. There's luck, there's um, speed and stamina, there's repair, repair is big. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't we, Joey, why don't we go through each one? And then if there's anything to mention specifically, we can kind of call that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just so want like, for anyone listening. Yeah. yeah. So we already talked about composure. There's luck. Like you said, luck seems pretty important. Luck increases weapon durability. 
It increases stamina gain from breaking free from grabs or hitting Jason with a weapon and decreases the time needed to start a repaired car or boat. So that's three different things Luck is kind of responsible for. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fairly important. Uh, repair. So there's like a repair mini game. Um, and just higher repair means you can go faster. You can repair better. Some of these are pretty simple. Um, like speed. Speed, it's just you walk or you run really quickly, um, depending on your speed. Um, stamina, actions have stamina costs. Higher stamina means more actions are able to be taken. Um, for uh, stamina and strength, that's kind of swapped. So female counselors have more stamina than male ones on average. And then when we get to strength, it's flipped. Strength is just damage done from attacking and then uh, reduced stamina needed for attacks. I care so much more about stamina than I do strength. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I very quickly realized even before I like, I, I started to read more about like what the best people at this game were saying was that strength is not everything. I think I kind of stopped playing as some of the male counselors. I mean, yeah, I, I did well, switch I could... to Vanessa pretty quickly. Um, I'm on the Reddit like Friday the 13th page. And I just, I remember watching this like out of 260 votes, they, they said like, what is the most OP stat? The best by a large, large, large margin was speed and stamina. The mm-hmm. worst was strength. Well, tell us about stealth because we haven't talked about stealth yet. Yeah, stealth uh, is is good. Uh, it's second to last or third to last on this one. Um, hmm. Because like once you get later in the games, like a Jason like me, I don't, I don't care about stealth i'm not i'm not looking for your blips i'm not looking for um you know if you, you could evade me if i'm doing my uh sense uh so it, it does work it's not useless um but higher jasons don't care they're just gonna do their objectives and when it comes to rage mode your stealth means nothing mm-hmm. okay and then yeah. st- and then strength just fuck it really like yeah, who, because who like it? i can i can demask jason as a vanessa if i go in battle stance mm-hmm. so which means you you pony up like you don't you kind of lock onto him and you kind of get in this battle stance so you can't run away uh you're locked in on him and you can swing and it's a better harder swing you know so there's a give and take so a harder swing um but you can't really run away and avoid him uh there are dodge moves but um for the most part it's you know you're locked in on him okay and with me if i had the machete i could get it, his face mask off in three four swings if he's not blocking um so it really doesn't matter like if, besides there's when you're trying to kill jason you get two to three people that kill him you're you're gonna get the mask off you're just gonna it's it's gonna happen okay interesting um i wrote down some examples of characters to compare but i don't really think we need to go through i mean you know every, Anyone who's played a video game knows when there are different stats and many different characters, the characters are going to have different versions of these stats. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Vanessa has high speed stamina, has kind of mid-range luck and bad repair stealth and composure. But I, I've been playing exclusively as Vanessa now, and I have found that having bad repair does not really matter too much, or it hasn't yet for me. You can get good with her repair. It's doable. Like I can fix a phone box because there's a trick you can do like, so in the repair mini game, you have to hit certain like L1 or R1 at certain times. Mm-hmm. And uh, the trick is if it, it's supposed to be random, like you could have up to 10 or 12 little buttons to hit and it gets faster and faster each time you get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it could be as little as five. Um, well, if you just keep going back to it, eventually you can get that five 
and it makes it easier to do. Oh, oh so you're and, just re-rolling it essentially. Correct. You're, yeah, you're re-rolling. It's a completely random. So like you might have to do it up to 10 times, but you could get it on your first try. Um, and so you can kind of game it in a way to make it easier for you. That's I wonder if um I wonder if the luck stat has to do with that because if her luck is kind of better than average. I never thought of that. That's actually really good. It might actually have some some truth to it. I didn't I see that. that like on the wiki, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a thing because I feel like the a wiki for a game like this might not be complete. So you never know. Um I I, I get like flashbacks in doing this uh mini game. Uh, to the quick time events in Resident Evil Four, yeah. <laughs> and hitting the wrong button and like getting ro- like run over by a boulder. Uh, you know, I recent well, I uh, recently because of Halloween, I thought about replaying it. Uh, I wound up not doing it, but Halloween time just, is just wait so for the remake. I already pre ordered the the remake. Uh, I also in Resident Evil Corner, I heard the uh, cloud version of Resident Evil Village on Switch isn't horrific, which kind of blows my mind. That blows my mind. I can't imagine that being good, but I can't either. But I don't know. Sorry to distract us. No, it's okay. Um, so as Joey mentioned, and we'll talk about this in a little bit more details. Like you can call Tommy Jarvis, and Tommy Jarvis, it's it's a it's a one of the dead players when they it will be selected at random, right? If if you call Tommy Jarvis, they could they could be escaped. Okay. Oh, okay. A dead a dead player or an escape player will be a player out of the game. Will come back as right. Tommy Jarvis, who has max stats everywhere. And as we'll talk about, Tommy Jarvis ha- is he comes with what a pocket knife, a health pack, and a shotgun, right? Uh, a health pack, ni- pocket knife, and nope. shotgun, I guess. Okay. Okay. And he has tens in every everything. Yeah. And he is essential to killing Jason, which we'll talk about in a second. So, and Joey t- kind of touched on this already, the, the different ways to escape um, car, boat, cops, or stay alive for 20 minutes. I've done all of them. I, the staying alive for 20 minutes, I've only done in our like smaller group when we were all bad at the game. Uh, I don't think I have ever done that since. I have never successfully stayed alive for 20 minutes. Um, the car in the I I feel like boat is what I've done the least car sometimes uh, cops probably more often than not uh, that's probably the most frequent one uh, yeah I I think for me it was the cops most frequently so yeah, Joey tell us kind of like what what is your experience with all these ways of escaping what's what which one do you think you've done the most which one do you think you've done the least and, and feel free to explain more about the cops Pro- I probably the cops I've done the most that's the thing I focus on the most for sure it's definitely player by player. So my experiences uh, might be very different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really focus on the car. Like I'll repair it and help people get it going because it helps me survive because it distracts Jason, but I'd rather be playing the game than be out of it. So I usually right. be in the game. Um, but yeah, you can repair a car and you can get it repaired. If you, two or three people are on it, you can repair a car in two minutes. Um, more often than not, the car is evil because that's when people can still kill other campers. They can run them over and oh yeah, spray them. And uh, I'd say I would argue like thirty percent of the time the car is evil. Um, the boat is by far the thing I've done the least escaped. Um, I, I can't believe you need to to get a gold to plant them in this game. You have to exit with the boat one hundred and thirteen times, oh, and it's so hard because first. 
about 50% of the time, there is no boat on the map. It's either two cars. Yeah. And then when there is a boat, you have to fix it. And to escape in it, you well, first you have to be the one who repairs it and escape in it. And Jason could easily flip over a boat. It is so easy to um, cut off a boat, flip it over, and drown the two um, campers. It is extremely easy. How many times um, have you done it? Or how many times have you escaped in the boat? Are you trying to play 40, the game? 45 times. Ooh, yeah. you got a lot to go. Yeah, yeah. And I've you know, <laughs> I put 800 hours in it, like you said. So it's like, God damn. Um, wow. Yeah, but I've repaired it almost 113 times. So it's like one of the last things I'm going to need to get. And I'm just never going to do it because I don't like it. Um, but call the cops is something I, if I find the fuse, I am locked in to find the, the fuse house. So you find the fuse and you go to the, the the house with the fuse box in it. You repair it and then call the cops. And then in five minutes, or if you have the perk, like three minutes and 40 something seconds, mm-hmm. um, the cops will come and you can all escape. Uh, that's my favorite way to get it going. It puts pressure on Jason. Like I, as a Jason, I trap the, I keep a very close eye on that house. Yeah. Um, so I make sure no one does that to me. Um, so yeah, like my, my thing's priority is call, uh, Tommy Jarvis because he's going to go to the boxes and try to get that off and then call the cops and then fix cars and stuff like that. So that's kind of my objective. Hmm. Um, and one thing we didn't mention before is that when you escape as a counselor or you die, you have the ability to switch your camera and see, like yeah. your dead body and what everyone else who's still alive is doing, which is fun. It's, it's a good way to keep people from fucking quitting and they do it anyways, you know, they do it anyways. Yeah. Um, let's talk about killing Jason before we talk about what it's like to be Jason. So <laughs> first let's talk about how to get rid of him and then we'll talk about how to be. Him. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, Joey, I think you were part of this. There was, there was a time, like it was probably pretty so quickly before like our group kind of disbanded and stopped playing it all together, but we were just trying to kill Jason like every single time. Yeah. That's, I, we I went on some, you, we went on some streaks. I think that yeah, is the I, most satisfying way to win. It's that so is. much fun. And I think when you start the game, that's your, your drive is to kill Jason. I think at least for me, and I started playing this game with my brothers and I like could not convince one of my brothers to stop trying to kill Jason because we're not going to win that way. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes it's really Im- immediately obvious that you're not going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a good Jason. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely killed Jason more than I've escaped in the boat. hundred percent. It's definitely yeah. the most satisfying way to win. It's glitchy though. Right. Cause there's, you can't be on like an, like Jason can't be on an incline um, when you're trying to kill him. Right. Or like I don't know how, incline. I don't know how true that is now. I, I can't say yes or no on that, but it, that was a case. If he was on like a hill or something. It okay. would yeah. Can, can you quickly just give an overview of how you kill Jason? I feel like you could do it better than. Yeah. So like can. I, for a lot of people, it seems like very hard to do at first, but once you know it, it actually is pretty seamless. So the first thing you want to do is demask Jason, and that what you do is you hit him um, with it, like weapons, whether that be the gun, the baseball bat, the machete. Some weapons do it better than others, like the machete. Um, and the, the offside is that you have to get close to him, and he could easily kill you. Um, but if you have another one or two people with you, um, it's easier because if he grabs you, 
someone can come up and hit him. And if he hits you while he's grabbing you, you he drops you so you don't die. Um, and it's hard to slash people to death when there's three of them. Uh, so you can definitely wail on Jason until his uh, face max, mask is gone. But that also puts him in rage quicker. And rage gives him abilities like smashing through doors right away. Um, he refills his shift, morph, uh, stalk, and sense um, two times faster. So they're... There are definitely downsides to it. Mm-hmm. Once you get his um, mask off, you want Tommy Jarvis on the map, whether it's from escape player or dead player, um, a, a one that knows what he's doing. And then one of the girls, it has to be a girl, has to go to Jason's shack. And by this time, I know where all of them are. Um, he goes, gets the sweater, and then we find Jason um, the best way to do it is give Tommy Jarvis the axe because he can do it all himself, but he can also kill them. So the axe and the machete are the two weapons can kill Jason. Um, but with the machete, uh, you need someone with a blunt instrument, like a, probably a bat most likely to bring Jason to his knees for Jason to kill him. But with the axe, uh, Tommy's allowed to bring him to his knees, go to the front and then kill him. Okay. Um, that's how it's, you have to hit him from behind. No, no, you have to kill him in front always. So you, so to get him Tommy to his knees, Kobe, you have to. Tommy you have, will go behind him, hit him like when he's done. So like, right? Say, like you trigger the sweater, um. So you get one use of the sweater. So you like see the sweater on the girl, and then she'll use it and say, you know, stun him for about ten seconds. And in that ten seconds, um, Tommy Jarvis will hit him in the back with the axe, go around in the front, hit X, and execute the kill. And okay. Then everyone just starts teabagging him. <laughs> as you do in a multiplayer game yes. yeah. yeah yeah it is it is damn satisfying it is it's the definitely the most satisfying way and if you get like like i remember i was in a crew of like three or four sometimes even six and uh or seven i mean and then the we'd always have a jason come in and we all put our preference on counselor so the random person was always jason we could kill them literally every match like if you have a crew that knows what they're doing even even i 150 it's extremely hard not to die (laughs) aaron anything else on you have on killing jason um it's a good thing to do i was not part of many successful jason killing operations because i tended to die really quickly um i would say actually i would say of the times i've seen jason killed for some reason getting the cops there feels more satisfying to me i don't know yeah that's why i'm saying like because it it does fail sometimes like tommy will hit him in the back and he won't fall down for whatever reason um so it's always good to have that back mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so as we mentioned uh your goal as jason is to kill everyone It'd be kind of odd if you if you weren't. I mean, it'd be weird if the point of the game was to be friends. <laughs> make make friends with everyone. I would play that that version. See if that, that, that could be fun. It'd be like uh, an but, Undertale. Yeah, it's like the Mortal Kombat of you know, not a for tap for friendship. The babality. Yeah, babality. <laughs> or French. Yeah, friendship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Jason's abilities. So he he can. He moves at a pretty slow speed, but he also kind of has like he's got like a walk and then like a fast walk. He's that, very he's very tanky. He's very tanky. Yes. Uh, he can grab counselors that are near him, and after it's like a certain amount of time of 
being held by them, assuming they don't have like a, have a, um, a pocket knife to get out of your grab or don't like shake out of it. After a certain while, there'll be a prompt where you can hit one of different grab kill options that you can select prior to the match. It's, some grab kills are immediate, like a, a, a okay. fixation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I have it on my Jason. It's like almost immediate. Ah. And it can be done kind of anywhere. Like a lot of them, you need to be on ground, like like flat ground. Um, but asphyxiation, there we go, okay. um, can be done almost anywhere. I do like punching through someone's uh, rib cage, or though. So, yeah, <laughs> in the game kicking, or in kicking real their life? head off. Never, <laughs> never tried it in real life. Okay. Don't know if that would be very successful. <laughs> I mean, depends on how good your punches are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all you gotta do is find a good might... set of cadavers to practice on yeah exactly That's what joey i was gonna say that like and just like uh the counselors there's different jasons too if people who don't know the game um yeah. you know from different games so there's not pamela Voorhees, but from two to like all the way you know there's part nine i think it goes up to mm-hmm. um and they all have different uh pros and cons and universally part three is what everyone loves and it took me a while to get there, and I, I play him as well now. Why uh, Why is that, do you think? Um, because his downfalls don't really uh, matter. It's like his downfall, again, I don't quote me on this, but it's like shift, uh, not shift, uh, sense. Um, he, it, it's like uh, grip strength and something else. So it's stuff hmm. that really doesn't matter because I could do a grab kill instantly. Um Sense is not something I need all the time because uh, when I'm in rage, I can sense anyone. Um, but then he can run. Uh, he can, uh, his shift is, so like the pros for him is like he he can shift. He, his stock is better. And uh, I, f- I should really look at into this, but his pros are better for people. Like I okay. used to, uh, really like destruction which could break down doors fast or his weapon strength is better so you can kill when you slash people oh that's good yeah so um i used to like destruction you know like i break down doors faster but now i know how to break down doors faster uh just from being a better jason i used to like part five because he had uh, more throwing knives and can run um and people do like five a lot too he's a popular one um but then three is just he's harder to kill he's just well-rounded with very little downfall he's the mario yeah, yeah can you can you uh can you do like a quick uh like few sentences on each one of jason's abilities like uh, you, were, you were we've been mentioning morph shift uh stock and stuff and i, I don't know we have yeah, so morph it's like you can yeah. go around the map instantly and like but it all of these have um cooldowns and so you can't use them all the time um again that's very strategic so when morphing around you, that's when you go to each if so when i first move morph around it's to um a generator hoping i get the tommy jarvis house first um i don't know where the tommy jarvis house is so i morph is very important it's the first ability you get the next one is sense um when you hit down on it um you can see buildings that are in red means they have a counselor in it or you can see the counselors in red running around um which is very important and then the next one is shift um, probably the most important skill for Jason where he can like fast travel. Like you can see it turns into first person. You can see yourself travel to a, to a counselor to 
quick grab them or slash them. Um, very hard to do when you first play the game, especially when you first play Jason. It's the hardest thing to get down. But after you get it down, you can be very deadly. And then um, hmm. the last one is stock, and it's very strategic. So you put on stock, and then they can't hear the music anymore, or they can't... Um, they don't know where you where you are unless they see you unless they have a direct uh line of sight to you they cannot hear the music or see you so it's great if you're like you know you pretend to morph so it's like if you go into stock after running around with someone they might think you morphed away and then you can stay in a house and then grab them without them knowing like they're coming back into the house thinking you're gone mm. or they leave the house leave mm. thinking you're gone and you can grab them it's extremely strategic and it's a wonderful thing that just sounds scary from hearing the description of it so i imagine i would yell very loudly if that happens. it's it's amazing yeah i have yelled and like i literally (laughs) walk around a corner in one of those the big houses i i forgot which which map it was and like adjacent like literally right around the corner like the power is out and i turn a corner and i'm grabbed by the throat immediately it fucking almost threw the controller yeah that's that's the best part um but then there's like different weapons like at different levels you get like different abilities as jason's like you can switch out weapons so like each each uh jason has a dedicated weapon whether it be an axe a fire axe you know a pig cutter a spear there's a bunch of them um machete um you can finally switch them out and i personally like using the machete it's quick it's easy and it does the job so and i know you so we mentioned, I think that Jason has the ability to have like throwing knives and bear traps. I mean, the bear, the, the traps are, are like, you mentioned great uses for those for throwing knives. You use those a lot. Yes. And that you can get really good at them. Um, like there's a certain way you can like put a counselor right over your right shoulder and you can quick throw without them being able to react. Cause I, how I play as a counselor, I look back when Jason's on me, I'm looking backwards because I know what everything's in front of me. Uh, so I mm-hmm. look backwards to see if he's going to shift or throw a throwing knife at me, and I can move accordingly. Um, so the quick throw is pretty important as a Jason. And then the bear traps are very strategic. That's why people love part two a lot, because he has extra bear traps, and he can morph around the um, map really quickly. Um, what I do is, where I use my bear traps is, um the jarvis generator so if i get the jarvis generator first it's kind of random um which brings me to a point you know like we're going to talk about the lobbies earlier in a cut scene you know how like when it starts the game and you see jason kill there the strategic part of that is if you actually look in the background sometimes you can actually see where the jarvis house is because it's in the cut scene and so if it has that, if I'm Jason, I make sure to look for that. So it tells me where the generator, what generator I should take out first. Um, so there are strategies for that. Um, oh. And if I get it first, I put a trap down there so they can't call Tommy Jarvis. And then I go to the phone fuse, trap that. And then I keep my traps. Some people put them around the car, which is fine. Um, I save them for the, the phone because I hate when people call the phone. Um <laughs> But that's just me. But a lot of people put them around the cars, you know, where you install batteries or put in the gas. So uh, traps are extremely important as a Jason. And we should clarify for anyone who doesn't play the games that you when you trap the something, it doesn't mean you can't that the counselors can't do it at all. Um, 
they'll just they'll trigger the trap and Jason can can go over there yeah, and, 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 kill and there's them two and different kill. kinds of traps the counselor trap and Jason's traps so mm. the difference is Jason can't trigger his own traps um but both the counselor and Jason can trigger the counselor traps and to get rid of Jason's traps you either have to tank them like take the hit spray yourself with a med spray and run away or you can silently um kneel down and use one of your pocket knives to get rid of the trap which is very highly recommended not to do unless it's on the phone fuse mm-hmm. um because getting rid of a pocket knife is just stupid they're just so valuable yeah um you've you've mentioned pocket knives several times have we clarified exactly what a pocket knife does i no. might have in passing but not like i didn't give it as much attention um pocket knives are an, an item that's used automatically that helps you get out of a grab uh automatically gets you out of a grab if you if you're holding one uh when jason grabs you correct is and his primary it, use yeah so he he doesn't kill you when he get he grabs you like nine times out of ten if he grabs you you're dead um so as, as once i have a pocket knife i feel a lot safer um yeah, so pocket knives are just extremely important for your survival, especially the way I play, because, again, I'll, I'll leave a car. I try to survive the night or go through the cops because um, I just feel it's more fun to play. And if I die, I die. Oh, well, but at least I gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love pocket knives are everyone's bread and butter. Nice. Um, I, I had a bullet point on basic strategies to win is Jason. I mean, is there anything else that we should mention about that? I mean, we've kind of already talked about kind of through your experience of how you aim to win as Jason. Um, is there anything else worth mentioning good Jason strategies? I mean, I'm sure we could probably talk a lot about them, but just any final thoughts on those? Yeah. Like people say you don't win unless you kill them all. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it depends. Like if I'm in a lobby with all one fifties and I don't die, <laughs> I consider that winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. If, if you just kill them all pretty quickly, it's it's pretty good. And you know, don't try to slash all the time. That's considered cheap. People want you to do the grab kills. You know, there's there's social etiquette, I guess you could say, in the game. And as Jason, Jason has manners. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. There, there's there's manners, guys. As Jason has to, you know, don't slash and stuff, kind of like that. Now, I would love to see a Friday the 13th movie where it was Jason at finishing school learning to be like a, a, little, a little lord. It'd be adorable. Right? Uh, the, the only other uh, random thought I had about the Jasons is I don't know if we mentioned that they're the NES Friday the 13th game. Mm. There's a Jason from that game in it and the, it plays the music from that game when he's near, which is I think is really fun, even though yeah, it's... But it's just part three with the with the colors changed yeah changed yeah. but yeah it's it's a good it's a good pullback yeah or callback. i like it um so we're gonna like throw out we've got a lot of like miscellaneous things left to kind of discuss before we start wrapping things up i mean we, we don't i don't want to really talk about counselor perks that much um basically so when the more you play, you get certain points that you can use to buy counselor perks. And you're kind of just like rolling one of a variety of different types of perks, but also that perk will have a particular rarity associated with it. And that will kind of dictate how good of a version of that perk it is. And I mean, it, obviously you want to do this 
you, and you start playing the game a lot, you'll accumulate a lot of those points. You can get a bunch of those. And I mean, I, I even playing the game for like 70 hours, I accumulated a handful of rare, of rare perks, but not always like ones that I liked, but I mean, th- those are things that you can equip. It's, is it three max? Yeah. Three. Per, max. And, oh, and that they range from so, so many different, um, like kind of upgrades, like two, two uses of out of a health spray was one of the ones that you were telling me is, is yeah, medic. great. Um, you can increase your swim speed, your stamina regen, dodge speed, increase firecracker stun rate. If, if there's a, something that can happen in this game, there's probably a perk associated with it <laughs> for, really? for better and for worse. Well, and yeah, that's how you get people playing till level 150 because you know, there's a bunch <laughs> well, of these. And yeah. that's, that's just trying to do the boat achievement. Yeah, the boat trophy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Joe, you had, you had listed some, some topics, some things we're talking about. Is there out of anything was, I guess, let me just throw it to you generally. Like what, what, what should we talk about that we, that we haven't really given proper attention to besides people being total assholes and quitting when they don't become Tommy Jarvis? Well, the, the gameplay itself is, yeah, the, the way it's all played is, um, something we could definitely dive into. Um, people like just like every online community or gaming community is toxic beyond belief. Um, the social etiquette around it is like, if you're um, the host, don't quit because that ends the game for everyone. If you're Jason, don't quit um, because it ends the game for everyone. Um, people are just awful in this game and <laughs> a lot of noobs and stuff like that. And I think it's funny just to run around and do stuff which is fine. I'm okay with it. Like a lot of people betraying, like I said, on the, with the car. Um, so playing with like knowing who you're playing with is definitely something you should know ahead of time. Um, you know, like you, again, if you're in the lobby, you can see what level everyone is like, Oh, we're in a level of one fifties or right. you know, level of a bunch of uh, newcomers um, definitely changes how I play my game. Um but yeah, the, the, the game again and the Jason, like, okay, I make sure to know everyone's level. So the Jason I know is like, okay, 150, I have to play very seriously. Yeah. Um, and if I'm with other 150s, I don't have to play as seriously because I know they're doing other stuff too. But if I'm the only 150 and he's a 150, I try to get the hell out of the map as quick as I can, whether it be car, whatever, boat, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just sense. knowing that, yeah, just so I know he can't get that win. Um, right. <laughs> so it just changes the the playing style but um yeah it, re- it really is every walk of life of people you know you get a group of people of teamers uh people who exploit glitches which is the most annoying thing which doesn't happen very often but it does and the most one they do is the boulders on Higgin, H- H- higgins haven it's awful they get on uh the counselors get to a place on uh some boulders where jason cannot reach them and all he can do is throw throwing knives, but they can easily dodge them. So it's impossible to get to them. Ugh. Yeah. So is that an example of how the community is toxic? What are what are some other examples, Joey? You know, you just get a lot of teenagers, you know, who are just say racial or racist things. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've literally made it my duty to like, I don't care how angry I am or how um, how badly I just got defeated. But I just like good game, guys. Good game. Cause it's just so evil out there. Everyone. And like, I don't know if uh, Jimmy has told you. So in the beginning, like, or in this game, I've uh, do my Elmo voice to mess with people. From Jason. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So I did not like, know that. Yeah. So I'll just be like, Hey guys. Okay. I'm going to come kill you. This is 
Joey, I think that's actionable. I think this podcast <laughs> might get us sued. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's <what's> true. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll just mess with people be like, <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it, that's what got me some of my friends who uh, I played for a while with. But after also while, made you enemies. <laughs> yeah, probably way more enemies than friends. I don't yeah, understand yeah. that at all. I I would I, I would immediately want to be like, hey Elmo, you want to play another match? Yeah, there was this one guy who hated me strictly because of it. He was he takes it super serious. And uh, even just like two weeks ago, I saw him join a, one of my lobbies, and then he saw me and left. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> He was like, you're a good player, but I cannot stand the Elmo. I was like, I don't do it anymore. He's like, I don't care. I hate you. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you just get a lot of people, you know, you can tell when they're new. They're like, oh, my God, Jason's after me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You just hear them on. Like, oh, God, leave me alone. I tell you. Like, they always say, like, I'll tell you where everyone is. Don't do it. Oh, God. Um, what other glitches are there besides the rock one? Are there yeah. any others worth uh, mentioning? Well, there's some like ones that are acceptable, like Jason can do, like there's glitches that he can do around a shift, but they're extremely hard to do. There's like knife canceling that they're all acceptable. It's almost like a wave dot da- wave dash. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, smash, you know, really hard to do. But if you can do it, it's like, like, fuck you. But OK, mm-hmm. um, but other glitches. Uh, yeah. Sw- like counselors can swim in certain areas that Jason can neither get you nor drown you. So like, again, Higgins Haven, the dock, if you swim near the dock, um, for some reason he can't drown you and he cannot do anything other than hmm. throw knives at you. <laughs> so there are like glitches like that, but like, you know, it's so for being so buggy, there's not so many glitches you can exploit. Like, yeah. and there's, there's like hiding places <clears throat> that again, these are respectful hiding places like in a, gosh Higgin Haven um if you go upstairs into the bathroom if you like go up against the wall between the two shelves it's really hard for him to see you like I know people hide there so I know to go as a Jason go in a little bit turn the camera and look but a Jason that doesn't really know you can hide Hmm. there and there's it's really hard to see so there's like things you can exploit um which are respectful but then there's straight up glitches or like dude come on it's not even fun. I, I saw some reviewers comment on glitches, not like those types of like game exploiting glitches, but just like, oh, like Jason's hands are going through the wall. Like yeah, the typical game right? glitches, those, those, types, those types of bugs. And people are like, it t- takes you out of the game completely. And it just like, ruins the experience. And I think oh, that's it's, just over dramatic. It's, 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 it's a very buggy game. We should have probably prefaced that yeah, at the beginning of the episode. Time- yeah, there's times where you shut a door and then like you're on the other side of the door and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, or like you're you're in the house and you'll be outside of the house, especially when there's bad connection. It's like that's a given. But yeah, yeah, Jason will will throw something at you and it will hit you and you're like, you were nowhere near it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure it enrages people who are level 150 like you, Joey. But I remember those glitches uh, and it's part of the charm to the game for me. I, I would agree. Yeah. I've come to Great. know them and expect them and, you know, be fine, be totally okay with them. Yeah, same. Um, any other interesting multiplayer stories? If I mean, I feel like you need to tell the story from that one night we played, uh, the Tommy Jarvis story, because that oh, was, sure. that was a... 
we are yeah we're the reason the game was was changed well not me personally but i <laughs> no, was there no. after knowing <laughs> the community they definitely this definitely was a problem i'm so glad they changed it so uh right before like right when we played this and then when we all started playing they changed it but you were able to team kill so like if you were to hit someone with an axe or a shotgun you could kill them like as a teammate a counselor could kill a counselor um and that is uh, if that was still around today i'd kill myself i would definitely (laughs) um because you could just wait around and have one of the other counselors do it for you (laughs) yeah yeah like that's how it would be like nine like i'm not even kidding about 50 percent of the games would be people trying to like you just need one person to kill you and you'd be like ah yeah um so yeah like the we were playing with mike redondo who we were talking about earlier and we came back as Tommy Jarvis shot someone in the face. And I just remember them being so angry. And <laughs> that's the no, one and only time I've ever trolled in this game. To, to set the scene and correct me if I'm if I'm not setting it correct. And I'm sure Dondo will get mad at me for probably not telling the story in as, as well as it probably could be told. But to set the scene for you, Aaron, like we came back as Tommy Jarvis. It's our it's our friend Mike playing as Tommy Jarvis. And this kid, this guy kind of found us and he was just like, Oh, Oh my God, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, I'm so glad I found you. We got to, oh, we got, no. we, we got to take <laughs> out Jason. Come on, come on, Tommy, let's go. And we were just like, I think we just, we were with him for a while. I mean, we were just like actually playing. There was no uh, ill intent whatsoever, but this guy just like wouldn't shut up. And he was so annoying. And he's like, Oh, oh Tommy, yeah. Tommy. And then like, I think, he we point our gun at him, the shotgun at the guy. He's like, Tommy, no, Tommy, no, 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 please don't, please don't. And then, like, we would just like go back to you know being normal. And then they just all of a sudden, in the middle of him talking, we just shot, I think we shot him right in the crotch <laughs> and killed him. And all you hear is no. That's uh that's very meta though, because how like a slasher movie that you know the person who comes to rescue you, plot twist, guess what? They're there to kill you. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember playing this with my brothers uh after you introduced me to the game, because this is right up their alley. And my oldest brother has, I guess, like a weird video game code of honor, but I just think he's dumb. Uh, he he likes to put very weird challenges on himself for reasons okay. I can't understand. Like for example, he want we I, I don't know if he did this because I don't know if it's possible, but he for a while really only wanted to play and or beat Ocarina of Time without using Z targeting because what? for some reason he thought that was like the truest challenge of the game. Yeah, he thought it was a crutch, yeah. not like an integral gameplay element that like you need <laughs> to play the game functionally. Um, he also refuses to play any Dark Souls game until he beats Demon Souls, which he's been playing for probably 15 years now. <laughs> um, just weird things like that. And I remember introducing him to this game because he, again, it's right up both their alleys culturally and both video game wise. And he just staunchly refused to play any other way but killing Jason. And I just trying to explain to him over and over that they're perfectly valid and perhaps maybe even more fun mm. ways to play the game. Yeah. Uh, but he did not take to it. And uh, negotiations for me and my brothers to play the game, needless to say, fell apart very quickly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of reasons why you can't kill Jason. Yeah. The, the only the only other story I can remember is there are, there are a handful of similar instances where it's either in a house or just even outside like a fence 
of just surviving for like five straight minutes by just running around a fence and keeping Jason from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I hate those. Or like a table or something. Those are just like infuriating to watch unless it's someone that you like trolling. uh, I remember, I remember being a Jason and chasing someone around a table for, yeah, it was probably three minutes. And then I just stopped and I let them go because. Yeah. What else, what else are you going to do? I'm not going to waste my time like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even experienced Jason's in trouble with that. Um, does one of you guys want to briefly talk about single player mode? I I like I didn't revisit it for this to prepare for this episode. Um, as I recall, they're just like different kind of like missions set on different stages. Like, hey, you have to kill this person in this way, and then this person in this way, but not get seen or shit like that. Yeah, yeah. There's like objectives like kill this counselor in this way or perform this environmental kill and the only thing that gets tricky is like you you can't have other counselors see you i remember being a little frustrated when i first did this but like you and they like they they go through the map like in certain ways so they have a trajectory where they go Mm -hmm. and you don't know where the environmental kill is so you have to keep testing and going back and going back and seeing where you can get this environmental kill at a certain time blah 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 so it was a little annoying but then uh offline bots is what it's called you can only play as jason you cannot play privately as a i mean by yourself as a counselor Mm -hmm. uh that's where people just go to practice like you know knife throwing um morphing around the map you know figuring out that stuff gotcha that there are some truly broken jasons where they can they know exactly where they're going to morph and they're able to like they know exactly where other counselors morph or like start. So like a Jason who was like really ridiculously good will morph right away in the beginning of a, a match and able to grab a counselor and kill them within seconds. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Huh. It's that there are some Jasons like that. That's pretty awesome. I would love to like witness that, like watch a counselor, like have, be a counselor and see that happen to another counselor. Yeah. Like in real life though. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, at, at an actual camp. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. in life. With someone I know named Jason, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um. All right. I mean, I think that that kind of wraps things up, unless you, any of you have uh, stray thoughts you want to share now. No, I think we covered pretty much everything. I mean, probably... If anyone wants to play it, just the PlayStation version. Do not play any other version. They're all <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah. Is there a reason why for that? I don't know. No, I really don't. Just bias. I, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm a big Switch guy. I'm a Nintendo uh, loyalist, but PlayStation, it's where it's at. I don't think it is on Switch. It is on Switch. It is. is it? Interesting. Yeah. I thought I, I thought it wasn't. Yeah. No, it is. Um, so we talked a lot about these things. Um, so it's time for like the most redundant section of, uh, of the, of our podcast. Uh, what works about the game um, for you? Uh, whichever one of you guys wants to go first. Um, I'll start. Cause Joey, you probably have more to say um, for 800 hours. I hope you do. Yeah. Um, what works for the game to me is I think the atmosphere uh, and you know, this whole month we've been talking about horror films and that balance between kind of campiness and actual disturbing, uh, you know, uh, content. 
And I think this game, when it's working at its best, balances those two. It's like the campy fun of people yelling and everyone going crazy and trying to get away from Jason. But also that like actual dread when you feel him coming behind you or the music starts playing or you're hiding and you know there's no way out. Um, it gets that that sense of dread right, too. So for all its bugginess um, and for people quitting matches and things like that, I think the highs you experience for this game beat the lows. Um, Joey, I would hope that's the case for you after 800 hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know, I have obviously more to say, but like when I first started, it was definitely that um, I've, you know, I already touched on this, like the adrenaline of finding mm-hmm. out the game. And the more you find out different strategies, there's so many different strategies you can kind of employ in this game, whether it be through traps, whether it be how you get stuff done, where, how you, how you learn about maps. Like I know where all the health sprays are. I know where all um, the campsites are, where the shacks are. So like the more evolved it got, the more like I, knew how to strategize but to myself um and it's kind of morphed into what i like now is um kind of the same way i love super smash it's me versus jason i play mostly solo without like people i know anymore because it's more challenging to me that way um but yeah the adrenaline of him chasing me is still there like eventually jason if it's just me versus jason eventually he will catch me like that's how the game is structured he has no stamina. I have stamina. There's He gets stronger and stronger as the thing goes on. I get weaker and weaker almost um, with all the running. So it just kind of like a little the cat and mouse trick all, all the way through. And I just like, mm-hmm. uh, I get off on that a little bit, kind of like me. <laughs> um, so that's what keeps me going. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of bugs. There's a bunch of this, but every match is new. Every match is different. There's so many ways to approach it. You know, whether it be low levels, high levels, a mix of the two, if there's teamers, if there's not, um, you know, everyone from a walk of life comes in. So um, it's really the only multiplayer game I've ever played. So I've stayed around with it. Yeah, I I, I could echo a lot of the things that both of you guys said. I don't want to I don't want to repeat anything. So I think you both said what you said very well. Um, it's just I think it's a really charming, replayable game. Um, I almost kind of regret I didn't stick around and play it more with you over over the pandemic and such. And I, I kind of I wish we, I would love to get a, like a group together and play like private matches again, even though your your talents is kind of eclipsed all of ours. Uh, I think it would still be really fun to do. And it's just, yeah, it's just such a it's such a like a charming game. I had never played a game like this before where it's like emulate like a serial killer movie like you know you gotta someone's the killer and a bunch of other counselors are this is the kind of like thing that i would have like dreamed about like being a video game in like high school yeah i wish it had existed then like that would have been a blast to play it like sleepovers and stuff yeah it's almost like a video game version of like ghost in the graveyard or something like that. yeah exactly yeah i I said high school i meant like grade school but also like high school too um would have played ghost in the graveyard mm -hmm. and did in high school (laughs) um but yeah and then in terms of like what doesn't work we talked about things you know a lot of these things i mean the bugginess i'm not even going to really put the bugginess in something that doesn't work for me because it certainly doesn't i don't like when the bugs happen i'm usually just like ah it's almost kind of it it adds to the charm in a little bit there's only a couple times where the bug has just like actually screwed me over like joey mentioned like you open a door and you don't actually go through the door you're just suddenly out like on the same side or some shit like that and i've just gotten killed that way um, but we should say none of them are totally game breaking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think it's it's fair to say I'll just I don't really have a whole lot of other like additional things to, that, that don't work for me. I, I, I generally 
I think anything that doesn't work for me is just like the, the, the culture, like the people who quit um, and who suck and who don't want to play the game the way that the game should be played. I'm not including your brother in that, Aaron. Um, <laughs> you can. I'm talking the, about the uh, people who go on boulders and exploit glitches. Yeah. And, so you're saying like people that. who are like real Grinches about it, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I'd much rather play with you, your brother, Aaron, than most people. Like, yeah. The rage inducing stuff is when people, the host, dies and quits right away and so the match is over or you know you just get a jason that quits right away whoever just quits right away and yeah and some teamers like i i actually like i got to a point where i like teamers because it makes it challenging in a different way but teamers can be really annoying when i i think the the only other thing i could think of and i texted i think you this joey about i I don't think the game however it's set up now like i don't even even when it had the servers up and stuff i don't think it ever did a very good job of splitting up tiers of talent like not that i don't want but it but it they should be that way like of course i can play with you if we're like partied up um but it ran if i'm playing by myself or like in a party with somebody who is like my level i don't want to be playing against a bunch of 150s I got, I, and, and that's to me, that's basic, like how you should set things up. It basically and, and ba- yeah. basic matchmaking. Um, and I think it's probably past the time where they would ever fix that. But well, so that's, not a, that's a that, it's just not enough people to, because yeah. like sometimes, you know, the, you know, with 20 minute matches, the community, you know, to find a new match, sometimes it takes a while. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Aaron? What doesn't work for you? I mean, pretty much echoing both of the things you guys said. Uh, I mean, me, personal frustrations, I think it's way easier to be a counselor than to be Jason. But um, I'm just a really bad Jason. So I think that's I'm, so, I'm a terrible Jason. But I, yeah. do, I do have fun unless I'm being like run around a table. Yeah. But I mean, it, those are few and far between. Yeah. So typically we would cast a movie version of the game that we're talking about, but obviously there are plenty of those. And then so, if it was a movie, we would talk about the video game version, which this is. <laughs> which this so. is. So let's just talk about this. Um, on a scale of one to 10, how fucked would you be if you were in this situation? Is, one, what, what not, you, is one not fucked and 10 is fucked? Uh, yeah, 10 okay. is fucked. Um, but like, what do you think, if anything, like if, let's, let's say you were to like, cause, cause in my opinion, I, I'm, it's like a nine for me. I'm super fucked. I'm going to give myself a nine instead of a 10. And, but like, I think if, if I were to survive for a little bit, I'm trying to think like what, I, what, assuming I'm not shitting my bridges, what, what am I offering? What am I, what am I doing to help escape? Realistically, nothing. <laughs> Uh, because what I'm probably going to do is pick a direction and run that direction until I can't breathe anymore and hope that I have gotten away from Jason. But let's say, so let's say we're in the levels of the game. So let's say we're in the Thunderdome and there's no way out. We're in the Thunderdome. There's no way out. Yeah. Let's assume that you're on the, in the maps in the game. So there are barriers. So you, you can't get out just by running. I would definitely be somebody who is trying to fix the phone. Definitely. This is is something I would do. Um, And then, but I would probably be panicking and and wanting to thinking I should be probably fixing a car and just getting the fuck out of there in a car. 
Fair enough. What about you You're, guys? Well, for what? treats, I would help you escape. You're pretty tall. You can run if you need to. I would put those down as positive traits. That's true. I, I feel like I could, I could, I have, um, I dwarf like running. I'm very fast over short distances. I think instead of dwarf running, I think that's called sprinting. <laughs> no, but just, I, isn't that the line Gimli has exactly? <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're very I, okay. dangerous over short distances. I did not catch that. Oh, that's why I said dwarf. Fair enough. I wasn't trying to be offensive or random. I just thought you had invented a new word for sprinting and it was dwarf running, which I, <laughs> which, I which I really like. No. Okay. No. Um, I, I would be a nine. I'd be a nine fucked in this situation. Um, I guess I'm kind of big. Uh, so that would help me uh, not fight Jason because he would kill me. But I think what I would do is I think I would just pile furniture against the door and just hide. Uh, and I would die. I would definitely die. Would you really do that, though? Because you in this situation, we are aware of horror movies. We've seen horror movies before. You know that that will not be a good use of your time. Would you yeah. not instinctually just try something different because you're you know right. that you're, you're you'd be screwed if you did that? You're right. I definitely think I would go with call the police. Um, yeah, I think that would be my go to as well. Yeah. Like it, or, so if I'm dropped into a real life scenario with a Jason coming after me. I'm a, I agree. I'm a nine, but as an asthmatic kid, I'd probably try to hide and call the police, but in the game, I would hide and try to fight him. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm being serious, like if, cause I'm not a Vanessa, he would catch me, but I'd try maybe the phone fuse and call the cops. Yeah. I think I would be, I become very, even if I could run quickly, even if it honestly doesn't matter how smart I have the potential to be, it, I, I, I would get disoriented and my fear would just, I would lose my composure. Like I'm not like having panic attacks, but I, I do think that I would be kind of like jolted into this, like fight, like I need to like survive type mode, but that's not going to stop me from making stupid mistakes. Like, forgetting what direction I came from in a forest and running back t- directly into Jason. <laughs> like now, could you survive and, or would you for your own survival jump through a glass window? No, I could not bring myself to jump through a glass window unless it was literally my only means of escape. And I think I would probably just hit my head against the window and fall down. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. That's what I would do too. Like, yeah. boom, boom. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of being murdered right before you have a really bad headache. It, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I would just be like, please just make it quick. Yeah. <laughs> make it painless. Yeah. Um, definitely don't want like I, I mean, if I had to pick like a way to, to die by Jason, it'd probably be just like kick my head off. I feel like that would be pretty painless. Uh oh. it'll be over pretty quickly. Here's Unless, a good assuming he gets the head off the first try. Yeah, yeah. Stab me in the so. head, through the head, something just instant (laughs) here's here's the question if you're tommy jarvis ignoring the fact that machete kills and the game take longer let's just say in real life do you want to take out jason an axe or a machete and why machete why machete oh yeah definitely machete more satisfying i don't know why if i'm am i if well i am a sadistic madman but um i don't know it would just seem more satisfying you know just getting a machete right in the face you have to get too close, though, with the machete. With the uh, axe, you can stand further back. So I'm going to go with the this. Wood in, my, the wood would break. I'm like, and yeah. fly off. And okay. I'd <laughs> yeah. Have you, yeah. How, Aaron, when was the last time you swung an axe? 
Ah, uh, you know, it's been a while. The weight, the weight balance. It's all about the weight. Like an axe is like hard to swing to get a one good swing. You have to position yourself right to hit your target. Like a machete is, yeah, you have to yeah, be closer, you can with a but machete, it's, you know, yeah, true. It, it's a machete is more, you, you'll feel like you have more control unless you're really like good with an axe, which it sounds like you're not. I, you, you know, I haven't brushed up on my axe skills. Silly me. Yeah. Um, a very related question. Would you guys want to live in the world of this game? Um, yes. I knew you would. <laughs> so, so Joey, I don't, I don't know if you know, uh, but this is a segment where more often than not, if it sounds like a horrific world to live in, Aaron will come up with a reason why, um, why he wants to live in the world of the game or the movie and his rationale often is if If such evil can exist there must be a god and i want to live in a world where there's life after death yes that's exactly it in in the game it's kind of confirmed and in friday the 13th as the sequels go on that jason does have supernatural powers and elements of the supernatural so there could be a great beyond. Also, I love the idea that a dead serial killer's mother, who is also a serial killer, could in a way be used to take that serial killer down. Just imagine like the NBC procedure crime procedural that could happen as a result of something like that. So anytime a serial killer is on the loose, the first thing you're doing is eBaying their mom's clothes. Yes, dead mom's clothes. <laughs> dead mom's clothes. You're just yes. like, you're going to go right to that grave site and dig it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Um, and, and But here, I'm going to say this. I don't want to live in this world at all, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to see somewhat more of where you're coming from with these only in the sense that like, if this is super depressing, but like, there are so many like killings a day, like daily in our world. And assuming like, yes, an evil like Jason could exist, but like, what are the odds that I'm going to be part of that? that I'm going to be a victim to it pretty low. And so if I can have that guarantee that there is life after death and I have very low odds of being killed in this way, I guess I see where you're coming from. But my instinct is just like, Oh, this really horrible thing can happen. Um, This unkillable like serial killer. No, thanks. I'm good. Well, yeah, so if I'm living in this world, this game, do I get to, am I repeatedly dropped into this scenario or is it going to happen once in my life? It's just, you exist in a world where these things are possible. Yeah. Still no, man. Like I don't, I don't want to, I would never go to camps again. (laughs) Do you often go to camps now as an adult? Um, I respect them from a distance. It's like Minecraft, Minecraft, you know, Hey, I respect it. I don't do it. You All drive, right, do you drive to a local camp and you just stand there with your arms folded, admiring it at a distance? Do you well, just there's, watch there's a, camp on, uh, <laughs> there's a camp on our lake in uh, Monaco, my wife's. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so there's a Camp Agawak and it's straight out of the movies, like a blob oh, and all that, God. like right straight out of the movies. And I I'm forgot like, about oh, that. I do you think there are. I could uh, break any minute and kill all these little girls. It's a girl camp. Well, we know who did it then, but do you think that there are Twitch? Do you think I mean, there are, I'm not going to do it. Fair enough. Do you think there are Twitch channels that just show summer camps? That what, what, what do you mean? Like some creep just videotaping <laughs> summer camps? No, I think like they get Twitch, reported. No, like Twitch campers, like, like streaming their camp activities. Oh, maybe. maybe you could like live vicariously through a, like a camper Twitcher. 
there's every there's everything i'm i wouldn't put it past yeah very possible um so another segment we often have is fan fiction corner but we tried to not like if we're doing like you know we did scream 2 last week and we tried to find fan fiction related specifically to scream 2 not we're just not, to the scream franchise in general scream 5 shit get right. out of here and sometimes that. it makes it hard um especially if you're picking something obscure this isn't really obscure but like finding friday the 13th the game fan fiction which you'd think could exist because there are brand new camp counselors created for this for this game so i'm actually really exactly. shocked i didn't find someone writing a whole Friday the 13th new movie screenplay with some of these new counselors. I'm surprised as well. I'm also surprised that there's not any, well, maybe I'm not surprised about this, but my fan fiction would be like, you get sucked into the game. Like I'm surprised there's not a creepy pasta where someone isn't like sucked into the Friday the 13th, the game. Uh, there's a lot of people loving on the the butts of people and Chad and his uh, speedo people you know, oh. there's a TikTok of him doing so. There's a s- signature Chad dance when he is trolling you, and uh, I think a TikTok actually made it popular. So there, there might be something around that. Hmm. So no fan fiction, but for the first time ever, we've got TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. For that, I'm still not going to get a TikTok. Um, should we do? Should we do TikTok? TikTok of the month? TikTok of the game? No, Absolutely not. This is, this is not a visual <laughs> no. medium. <laughs> it's really not uh so i mean i think it should exist i think fan fiction should exist for this game and do exactly what i said like write a write a new screenplay with uh these cam counters odds are it's going to be better than most of the other movies or go way meta with it do a screenplay about again someone gets sucked <clears throat> into the the game how meta would that be i've got the perfect person so for my fan fiction uh inspired by joey i would love um friday the 13th in full r-rated mode like not there's no lightheartedness to it at all uh but elmo is there oh okay uh and will elmo survive well, you'll have to you'll have to find out well i think the twist is that elmo is the killer well yeah. maybe yeah it's yeah. like uh, his mom yeah the mother of elmo oh man <laughs> the mother of elmo just like sends chills down my spine to even think about yes <laughs> it doesn't fill your heart with joy no the mother of elmo is bone chilling wow what's her name krelmo <laughs> <laughs> Grelmo, <laughs> the mother of Elmo. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. All right. Well, we did it. We've come up with the best fan fiction yes. ever. Should right. we try a Kingdom Hearts corner? I, you know, I wasn't. I was intentionally not going to bring it up in hopes that maybe you forgot. Uh, because I, you know I just I, try. <laughs> I actually, I actually uh, don't really think this is going to be very fruitful. Uh, and you know how I feel about Kingdom Hearts Corner, how it should stay dead and buried. I'm, I regret even bringing it up, but it's. I'll leave it up to you. It's your, um, your decision. The Keyblade is called Jason's Emotions. It takes place at Camp Curse Lake, which doesn't exist in the films, but it's made up for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Naturally. And the keyhole is in Tommy Jarvis's eye. <laughs> I don't know. Tommy Jarvis. What, wait, so in that, what is Sora, what, what are Sora and company doing? Who oh. are they helping? 
the well obviously yeah jason is a heartless and um organization 13 member fucks lord uh or who gives a shit x uh is you just say axel it's the easiest one to remember or no i just mean who the fuck cares right right i'm not going to be the shack 100 yeah or like the keyhole and yeah yeah definitely definitely the shack not tommy jarvis's eye well, I mean, I guess you're right. Nomura would do something like <laughs> like the Tommy Jarvis's eyes. Eye. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Just trying to unlock the memories of all of and the hearts of all of the counselors, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Oh, Lord, this guy tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that friendship would be mentioned and or thought of as important? Only about 20,000 times. Gotcha. Yeah. Tommy Jarvis would be the one that would be able to join your party. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that would be so good. All right, that alone makes it. I'm, all right, I'm glad we revisited it. That yeah, would love yeah. Tommy Jarvis with a freaking shotgun just running next to Donald Duck and Goofy. A machete keyblade. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would he just look like Tommy Jarvis, like in the game, or would he have like comically large feet and made to be pr- proportioned like, um, like Sora? It would be a reskin of Goofy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would just be Goofy's polygons, but over a Tommy Jarvis. Camp. What are so then like Goofy, uh, Donald, and Sora are all dressed as camp counselors? Yes. Yeah. No, like wouldn't, the, wouldn't the they have like Sora with the hockey mask? No, no, that's okay. too extreme. The kids can't handle that. They can't. No, this is rated E for everyone. It's too controversial. Yeah. Is Kingdom Hearts rated E for everyone? I thought it was rated E. It is rated E for everyone. And the Jason would have to be the the NES or Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Would um would uh, what's his name um. Bluto. Yeah, Bluto. Bluto? No, that's the bad guy from Popeye. No, you're right. Pete, yeah, would would Pete would Pete be helping Jason in this scenario? Yeah, of course. And then Maleficent would be there for God knows what reason. She would be pretending to be Jason's mother. Mother. Oh, oh my God! This writes itself. Come on, holy! And Jason controls the heartless there, and they'd all be like, you know, little slasher guys. Yeah, I like that. Wow, this actually might be one of the best, the ones I would most want to see in an actual Kingdom Hearts game. (laughs) Yeah. I think so. Odds we're getting it? Uh, zero. <laughs> Negative and, a million. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're sooner, sadly, we're sooner going to get a, um, I don't know, uh, Book of Boba Fett level than, uh, than this. You say that in jest. I, I say it in disgust yeah. and dread. Um, what, uh, what have you guys been doing lately? What have you been? Uh, what have you been watching? What have you been playing? Joey, uh, you first. Go ahead. I've been still playing Friday, but uh, we're also playing Dying Light Two right now with uh, Mike Redondo, my friend Turk, and my brother Matt. Dying Light Two. It's it's pretty fun zombie game. It meet. It's like um, The Last of Us meets uh, Walking Dead. What a meet cute. <laughs> 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 but you know did you guys ever play left for dead back in the day i guess you didn't because you no, said this I, is one of your like first like online multiplayer games ever um left for dead 2 left for dead and left for dead 2 i i played that so much in college i i love those games uh there was like a, a spiritual successor that came out recently but i haven't heard back for blood i haven't heard it's good so but aaron what are you playing and what's your what's your favorite mm-hmm. game 
What's my favorite game? That's a hard question. Aaron has seven thousand games, so he's gonna have to pick through one. Yeah, one it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Uh, right now, I am playing through Xenoblade Chronicles three. Uh, almost done with that, and I've been playing through Mario and Rabbids, the new one, Sparks of Hope, which is also very good. Um, played the Mario Rabbit series, and how's Xenoblade? Uh, do you really like Xenoblade? I really like it. Um, I like it more for the story than the combat and the gameplay elements, which are fun. Um, but in JRPGs, I mean, you know, if you play Persona, um, you know, the the combat system like kind of fades away after a while. It stops being as engaging and you're more in it for the story. So all the Xenoblade games are like that for me. I get about halfway in and then it's all about the story for me. So I'm almost hmm. wrapped up with this one. If you're going to pin me to a favorite game right now, off the top of my head, I'm gonna say Final Fantasy Tactics. Fair That's enough. that is one you've you've uh, repeated, and then as you saying that, Aaron. Actually, I had like, you know, when you have those dreams where it, it's not necessarily the most significant thing, but it's something that excites you. Like something happens in the dream that really excites you, and you wake up and you just assume that it's happened, and yeah, then oh yes, yes. then like then you like almost like check like the internet the next day and you realize that it's not true and you're just so upset because it felt so real. I had a, I, I had a dream about like a couple, like three, four days ago where um, what's it called? called? War of the Lions, Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions yeah. was released on Switch. Oh, well, why like, did you even I, say that? Like I, I, I literally, the dream was like, I was at work. I was for some reason at my office. That's how I should have known it was a dream. I was at my office because I work from home all the time. And there was a surprise Nintendo Direct from Square. They announced a bunch of dumb bullshit with bad game names, like Triangle <laughs> yeah. Strategy. But yeah. then they announced at the very end that War of the Lions was on Switch today. Like, Why won't they do it? I know, right? So, and then I, yeah, and then I woke up and I forgot what I was doing. But I like, I, I was on like a Final Fantasy like wiki page and I like noticed it wasn't there. And I was like, wait a second. I dream obviously tactics is on switch now. And then I looked like, no, it's no, not. No, no, it should be, but it's Terrible. not. Okay. Similarly, uh, having many brothers, did you do this to your brothers and, or did they do it to you? Did they wake you up ridiculously early at like four and five in the morning, telling you that it was your birthday, <laughs> tricking you into thinking it was your birthday, yeah. but it wasn't actually yeah. your birthday. Um, that's just a thing that brothers do. I don't get it, but it was definitely done to me. Where do you fall in the totem pole? I am the youngest, so I got all the the brunt of that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, that that happens. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I've been watching more One Piece, Aaron. I'm still on uh, Whole Cake Island. I'm at okay. like episode a little over episode eight hundred. Um, Speaking of something I respect from a distance, but we'll never jump in. <laughs> that's how I was too, and then I'm I'm glad I did. You could do it the Aaron way, where yeah, he just read could. the manga instead. Read the manga. I'm, Way uh, I'm also reading through all of Bleach again, and it's going real fast. Nice. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I have been watching uh, a lot of horror, classic like horror franchises. Um, so I, I so I watched, I think I mentioned this to you, Joey. I watched the, I finally watched the David Gordon Green Halloween, the one that came out in 2018. That's great. Um, and I really liked it. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I, I have not seen kills or ends, though I know what, happens in halloween ends and i'm pretty sure i will hate it yeah um i didn't enjoy it uh i watched uh, i rewatched the original halloween i rewatched the original friday the 13th i rewatched the original texas chainsaw massacre 
Uh, I wish that if Texas Chainsaw Massacre had slightly less screaming in the last 40 minutes, it's basically relentless screaming going on. Uh, I would think that movie was even, I mean, as be- even better than I already think it is. Uh, I rewatched the uh, um, Halloween 2, um, the 1981 one. Um, the, I the, love that one. I, it, it, it's kind of controversial, but that's low-key one of my favorites. It's fun. I, I, I definitely, I, I certainly don't dislike it. I, I think I, it's got one of my favorite kills. I love um, him dunking the lady's head in the hot tub, the scalding hot hot tub. Yeah, until it just his says- face melts. <laughs> In a movie, like a horror movie, it has all the elements that scare the crap out of me. Like the the eerie setting, like no yeah. one's there. When will he pop out? How he's going to pop out? Are you yeah. going to survive the chasing? Like everything about it just scared me to high heavens when I was younger. Do yeah. you find two scarier or the scary as shit Halloween 3 season of The Witch? <laughs> no, I, uh... I'm actually a cliche where I hated Halloween 3 at first and then I came back and respect it for what it is now i've heard uh, a lot of people come around on it i'm i'm curious to i've i saw it forever ago. that I, I that's on my uh, short list of movies to watch tomorrow on halloween oh yeah. so for the first like, time to, to kind of bring it full circle like my favorite game of all times is super mario rpg legend of the seven stars mm. and so when paper mario came out you know it was supposed to be a successor to mario rpg i got on it i absolutely hated it i was so fucking angry um i came back to it like two years after it came out and ended up really enjoying it for what it is so s- similar stuff hmm. it's you just gotta appreciate it for what it is did you uh did you tell us what you've been playing james uh no well I've, i'm railing off just a couple more things oh, so i, I rewatched hell house llc i've now done that three years in a row uh because i think it's a really underrated uh, found footage, low budget horror movie. Uh, I think it's really good. Uh, rewatched Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas today, yeah, and I watched Pearl, um, the prequel to X. Uh, I think X is a much better movie, although um, the performance, the main performance in Pearl, is really good. Uh, X is definitely much more of a straight horror, like slasher. Pearl is kind of like a slasher drama. Um. The only other thing I wanted to mention um, while I'm rattling things off is I watched a short film called Peter the Penguin. It's only about like nine minutes long. I was going to say you guys should just watch it. Uh, it's a horror short. Just, But if you YouTube it, unfortunately, and I, I found this out the hard way too, is that there was like a huge spoiler as like the main frame, like the, the uh, thumbnail frame on YouTube. And it's like gives away the ending basically which is like super, it's a huge bummer. So I'm going to try to find um, a link to it that doesn't have that and send it to you guys. Uh, it's, it's a quick watch. It's, and it's uh, called, it's called what? Peter the Penguin. Peter the Penguin. Yeah. I watched Barbarian last night. Oh yeah. I meant to ask you, what'd you think of it without spoiling um, anything? Cause I don't know if Aaron's watched it yet. Not yet. No, uh, definitely a twist. I didn't see coming, but it, I liked it. I wasn't all for it, but I was, yeah, it was good. Nice. I uh, am disgusted with that muted response, um, but that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, but the more I think about Barbarian, the more I, the more I love it. Um, I would have been playing. Uh, I have been like casually replaying. Uh, I like 
bought Persona 5 uh, Royal on Switch and just been playing that handheld a little bit. Um, replaying Hollow Knight, which we've said it a bunch of times already. I'm just going to might as well just say it now. We're going to do it for this show. Yeah, um, that's probably going to have to be a two part episode or a three hour episode or something. <laughs> I don't know. So there's a lot or two three hour episodes or seven four hour episodes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's it. And then obviously I replayed this. Uh, play a little bit of this with Joey. This this game. Um, you can access Peter the Penguin if you do what I did, which was hold up your hand, look away from the screen, and then click blindly until you get to it. <laughs> yeah, very effective. Yeah. I guess that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Do we have any any closing thoughts? I, I think this is this game is a recommendation from all of us. Yeah, it's a shame that more people aren't playing. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It's a super cheap buy and you'll get, you know, at least 20 hours of fun out of it. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could, should we have Elmo do the sign off? Yeah, please, Elmo. We don't have like a traditional sign off. Um, sometimes we just abruptly end. So, you know, Elmo can Elmo can say whatever Elmo wants, really, as long as it's appropriate. Yeah, Elmo. Okay, no. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. This was a great time. Listen to James and Aaron's podcast and uh, play Friday the 13th or <laughs> yeah. I think your uh, your your Elmo is blowing out your own microphone but I will I will say and uh but thank you uh I forgot to say before Elmo did the sign off thank you uh very much for doing this uh this yeah. was this was great um uh this was this was awesome so thank and, you, um... Thank you also for not having almost any racial slurs. Yeah, thank you. Um, any, I'll, I'll turn it over to Elmo one more time. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, guys. This was a great time. Pleasure all mine. And uh, yeah, let's, let's go play some more video games. <laughs>